unfiltered, no sugar added talk radio. You've tuned back in to the Free Range Human Show of Choice, your daily dose of reality radio. It's hour two of the Clay Edwards Show, and it's brought to you by Guns and Gear. They're under attack by Big Tech. Get over there, see them in person right there on Highway 51 North in Gluckstadt. That's Guns and Gear. You can shop them online, gunsandgearms.com. And uh, again, in person right there on Highway 51 North in Gluckstadt at Yandale Road. Uh, They've been kicked off of Facebook for no apparent reason other than the fact that they're a gun store and liberals hate guns unless they're shooting one another with them. But that's a whole other conversation for another day. They're also the home of No Limit Ammo. Ammo's about to start getting high again. Unfortunately, guys, I would stock up now. Uh, Apparently, there's some kind of gunpowder shortage or crisis or something or another. And ammo is going to be getting expensive again. Stock up now. People are going to start limiting how much you can buy as we get closer and closer to the 2024 election. They may, who knows what they're going to try to do to us. Uh, they're getting crazy. They're doing crazy things. They're trying to protect themselves. And the best way you can protect yourself is by having a gun and a lot of ammo. That's why they hate us, because they ain't us. They want us to be just like them and not have guns and ammo. So get out there, guns and gear. Huge selection. They're way more than just a gun store, though. they got all your accessories, and they can take care of your Cerakoting and gunsmithing needs as well. And just honestly, man, it's a cool gun store, and it's fun to go in there and look at stuff and chop it up with those highly, highly knowledgeable sales guys that work there. And, uh, hey, don't forget, they also buy guns. You get one for Christmas that you ain't that fond of, but you appreciate your significant other getting it for you, uh, go trade it in on another one or go sell it to them and buy you another one. They'll never know. If they if they knew what you liked, they wouldn't have bought you a gun you didn't. <laughs> anyway, Guns and Gear, shop them online, gunsandgearms.com, and a proud sponsor of the Guns and Gear text line here on the Clay Edwards Show. we got Sean Yorker on here in the studio with us. Uh, let's hit the Guns and Gear text line real quick. Then we got a topic. We're gonna we're gonna pivot here. We got a topic I want to I want to hit some. I guess we really do need to talk about the Fannie Willis stuff, but I, I want to talk about also talk about and we'll we'll get to it on the after the next break. I want to talk about these people that live in Jackson that stick their head in the sand and pretend there's not a problem, and then yeah. get mad at other people that acknowledge that there's problems. Um, y'all are the problem, and I'm and I'm gonna call you out here in just a little bit. So, if you're a white, fondering liberal, um, that that's all you know about Jackson, um, I'm coming down. I'm still Polo's line. I'm coming down your row. Uh, let's see here. Guns and Gear text line. When people take the time to text, I like to take the time to read it. Sure, sure. Um, unknown texter says, uh, cut your dead trees down ahead of the winter storms. Or this is Rachel, I'm sorry. Rachel says, cut your dead trees down ahead of winter storms to those uh, – to those, to those that are the ones that usually fall, those are the ones that usually fall on the power lines. Yeah, that's so true. I it, mean, in my neighborhood in Bellhaven, there's so many trees, and it happens in my house every year when this goes on. Yep, and we've got a uh, a new tree sponsor here on the show. I was <laughs> supposed to have already uh, got them up and rolling, but the first of the year slowed things down. Mm-hmm. But it's Advanced Tree Services. Oh, nice. And. Uh, lady I grew up with uh, in high school and all that is a part of it and uh, the the owner's apparently a big fan of the show so looking forward to sitting down with them here in the next couple of days and getting all the details together but I I do not mind going ahead and telling y'all that if you need a tree service um, advanced tree service is going to be 
there for you. Just search them on Facebook. Just type in advanced tree service, <laughs> and they're right there, so you can't miss them. All right. What were we talking about? Oh, the uh, um, what was it? We were, we were going to talk about the uh, the sun and sand sign is going to be installed. We're gonna, well, let's move that to the to okay. the next. We're going to tie that hole into my sure. Fondrinians. Okay. What do, you, what do you call them? The Fondrinistas? I call them Fondrinistas. We're going to talk about the Fondrinistas. Like Sandinistas, but yes. Fondrinistas. Uh, Fanny, Fanny Willis. Oh, you want to go with Fanny? Yeah, okay. let's, go, let's go with Fanny. We teased that Fanny. early on. Let's, let's, <laughs> Fanny can't keep her panties on. Um, okay. Uh, to me, that rhymes way better, way better in my head than it does actually coming out of my mouth. Uh, yeah. Fanny, Panny. But there's no T in Fanny. I know. Yeah, it's 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 one of those names, that, and it's easy to right. It's easy to <laughs> easy to correlate some stuff to it. Well, you know, so Miss a uh, strong, independent woman that don't need no man. You know, Miss uh, that's going to build a statue for Fanny. Uh, what did they say about um Stacy? Stacy, uh, what's 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 what fat girl's name? Stacy what? <laughs> Stacy Abrams. Stacy Abrams. I assume you're referring to. <laughs> yeah, Stacy Abrams, a fat girl. Um. <laughs> You know, I remember after the 2020 election, they put her on the cover in some magazines and they give her her roses, give her her flowers now. Well, they, they, they may have tried to do the same thing with, with Fanny. They tried to give her her flowers just a little too soon. And come to find out, you know, somebody's been possibly violating her flower. Yeah, um, you know, I've been... That, been, that's on the payroll. I've been so interested in this story, obviously, because, you know, I was a prosecutor for 10 years and this just kind of stuff just interests me because that's kind of sure. what I did forever. Anyway, so, you know, when I sent you the article the other night, Daily Beast, my first thought was, wow, I said, you know, the, the left-wing media is jumping on this quick. And well, that's was, why I jumped straight on it. When I saw it was the Daily Beast and mm-hmm. I read it, I was like, I hate the Daily Beast. <laughs> yeah, I figured you would, right? So yeah. I, I, didn't think, I didn't think you followed it on Instagram. I do. And and I saw that. I read I was like, and I read the allegations. I was like, oh, man. And then um, I, I sent it to you, and then you did a video, and then I started noticing – it started popping up on other media sites, and the New York Times had it, and the Wall Street Journal had it. CNN ran with it. Hold, hold that real quick, yeah. just in case you just in case you guys aren't aware, because there's a lot going on. Fannie Willis is the DA in Fulton County, Georgia, who arrested Donald Trump. Yeah, on the uh, Georgia state charges. Yeah. Not it's different than the Jack Smith case, but similar, you know, facts. Okay. Anyway, the um, so you know, I started noticing. I'm just tracking all the media sources that were uh that were they're doing it and i sent it to my buddy will who's you called in election night you know and and of course he's you know he's hun- team fanny right and uh i sent him like send this he's like he's like sean stop stop sending me disinformation i was like bro i was like that was a new york times article <laughs> I, I wouldn't call that a bastion of conservative thought you know like the new york times and uh so we were going back and forth about it and i was just tracking this all night and so then the one who actually initially dropped the story was the AJC, the Atlanta Journal-Constitution, which is the main paper in paper Atlanta. Paper of state. Paper of record in Georgia. Yeah. And uh, and they've been – man, Clay, they've been on this story because I keep following – and they had a new one last night, which kind of when you, when I called in yesterday was, was a question I had about this Nathan Wade, which is the guy that – Fanny contracted with to help with the prosecution of Donald Trump, paying him six hundred fifty some odd thousand dollars, and allegedly since January of twenty twenty two, allegedly sleeping with him, right? And which apparently that relationship predated the Trump prosecution. They've had a long, they've known each other for a long time, which makes it even worse, right? Exactly, yeah, yeah, it does. And um, so the uh, so she contracted with him, but this the article that came out last night explained that a little bit further. What I thought was interesting, so. Because my question was, why did you contract with somebody that had no felony trial court experience? What the experience that he did have was he was a 
back in the late nineties, he was a misdemeanor prosecutor for like a year or two, you know, and, um, nothing wrong with that. I'm just saying he didn't have the kind of experience that, you know, that you would expect to convict a former president of the United States, especially when you're dealing with something like Rico, um, which is not something normally that occurs in state court prosecutions. I mean, sometimes it does, but, and it's, it's a complex thing. It's more of a federal court thing that happens in federal court more often. Now there are state court Rico statues, state Rico statues, just like the one they're using in Georgia. There's one in Mississippi too. But um, here the uh, – so she also – I looked at the other people that she contracted with, and the AJC had an article about this. And she contracted with a guy – I think he was a former federal prosecutor that had vast RICO experience. Okay, so that makes sense, like why, why you would contract with him to help the office. And there was another person that she contracted with that had also similar experience. So there's two lawyers, private attorneys that she contracted with that have the, the, the requisite experience that you would need to do this. So that doesn't raise any flags because these people are, you know, they know what they're doing for lack of a better way of putting it. And, but this guy Wade, they, you know, they, they've asked her before this happened, why she contracted with them. And what she said is like, well, I can trust him. Well, I mean, you got people in your office. I'm sure you could trust too. That's why you hired them. So, I mean, I don't know why you would, wouldn't you better off referring this to one of your assistant yeah, if, you, if you don't trust your your staff, that, that that's a whole other problem. Yeah, rather than this guy who's who's got no experience doing this, and he's uh, he's got his own firm. What he does is criminal defense, personal injury. Again, that's what I do. So nothing against that, but um, he um he doesn't have experience for it, and she's you know paid him this amount of money, which you know just which doesn't make sense. So then I was talking to Will about this last night. And he even admitted to me, he said, you know, because he lives in Atlanta, he said, look, everybody in the Atlanta political circles have known about this story for a while. After he that, argued with yeah, you. Yeah, well, that's why you got to know our, our friendship over the last 25 years. That's what it is. This is arguing a lot. And uh, anyway, so he says everybody in the politicos knew about this story, that this was going to come out because she had had this relationship with Nathan Wade and that he was involved in this, you know, prosecution for it. So, I mean, so here we are with it now. Now now it's come out. And if you notice, so I keep checking her Twitter page and statements released by her office. Now, Atlanta Journal Constitution had an article last night that said they've continued to ask her and Mr. Wade for a comment on the story. They've It's been radio silence. The only thing they said, well, we'll respond in court filings. Well, then, interestingly enough, there's a divorce proceeding for Nathan Wade, the prosecutor that she's having the affair, alleged affair with, that received $654,000 in billable hours. That divorce proceeding with Mr. Wade and his wife, Fannie Willis was served a subpoena for to appear for a deposition in that case on January 23rd. To, to, she's going to be deposed on January 23rd. So... What I what I'm what I'm trying to get at here is like so his you, wife is accusing them of having an affair. Yeah, and so yeah. his his wife's attorney issued a subpoena to depose Miss Willis. So for basically, and what what what's it called? Uh, alienation of affection, basically. I don't know what the what the allegations are. I mean, a lot of states don't have that, I and mean, we have that, but a lot of states don't have that. You know, when you're cheating on your spouse, it, it's just part of the divorce proceedings. I'm assuming that she's. Sodomy is still illegal here, too. Yeah. Well, I think um, it's probably just, you know, they're deposing her because they're going to ask her about the affair and it's a ground for the divorce in Georgia, just like it is here. So I would think that would be the reason. But um, so I think Miss Willis knows what I'm trying to say, Clay, is this there. She's not she hasn't got up there and said, I didn't do this. Right. She hasn't she hasn't said that. I think she knows that, you know, it's she's kind of cooked on it. Like, like she's this, this is what happened. These aren't, you know, false allegations. That's why you haven't heard it. She has been responsive about it. And that's why you've seen all media outlets, not just like conservative media outlets or left wing media outlets. Everybody is reporting on this story. So it seems like it's been pretty, you know, it's, it's pretty well founded. It's kind of like I'm going to give an example about something we did. 
with you and I had heard about this goon squad story for a long time before those New York Times articles come out. We heard about how many rumors did we hear about that? I right. mean, and, 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 it, and a lot of it ended up being wor- there were some things that were wrong, but a lot of it ended up being worse than even what we had imagined. Right, and, and, and probably months before those articles were released. So we had, you know, so it was kind of like, okay, we knew this was coming. This is, you know, this is a, a factual thing. I think that's kind of like here. Like everybody in the Atlanta political area knew this was coming out. That's why all the media outlets didn't contest it and they all ran with it. Yeah, you know, it's like I, I, the way I know something is right when it mm-hmm. comes to left wing, and I'm because they're, they're Democrats. So I'm just going to use that yep. just for my example here. The way I know that the left wing media is being right about something and they're not trying to ship form a narrative mm-hmm. is when they actually report on something like this happening. They have done their due diligence. This is not trying to carve a narrative. This isn't just flat out fake news. When they have to roll their own under the bus, it's because they have to. Because, I mean, that's what's going on here, you know, and uh, this is nothing but bad for if you're, you know, if you're in favor of the prosecution that Fannie Willis is doing, nothing but bad for that. And so there's been all these legal experts are giving their opinions, and some of them are kind of trying to, well, maybe it's okay. But majority of people, I think, have the same opinion I do that I don't think it's going to – it doesn't affect the charge. So I mean, just to be clear about that, it yeah. doesn't affect the charge. Some other prosecutor could pick it up and prosecute it. But it does create a conflict of interest with Miss Willis and her office and Mr. Wade. And I think that's the main issue people have to look at. It's not that he's going to get his ch- the charges dismissed because she's having this affair with um, with Nathan Wade. But is she going to have to recuse? I think that's probably going to happen. Is she going to be later – she, does she have some possible criminal culpability? I think that's possible, too. So what would I mean, the criminal culpability look like? Hold that thought. Let's yeah. take a break real quick. We're going to pick up right back there on the other side of this break. This is the Clay Edwards Show with Sean Yurt Karan. Uh, guys, if you all want to chime in on this particular topic, the Fannie Willis, uh, Trump, Georgia stuff, the phone line, 601-879-0002, Guns and Gear text line, 769-241-1944. Breaking rules. Welcome back in to the Clay Edwards Show. Hey, guys, don't forget, man, I just got a full restock of the G.I. Joe-style FAFO Clay Edwards shirts in. Uh, all sizes available all the way up to 4X. Give me a shout. I'm easy to find. I will uh, I will deliver it to you outside of certain parts of Jackson, or I can mail it to you. Either way, we can meet up, preferably just meet in Rankin or Madison County. But if I must go to certain parts of Jackson... I will, but I will be doing a full background check on you before I do. I'm going to need your social security number, your criminal record, just the whole nine yards before I meet you in Jackson. Uh, kidding, not kidding. But anyway, would love to sell you a shirt, the 30 bucks. I'll throw in a free brand new uh, FAFO Clay Edwards Show sticker as well. Actually, two of them at a $5 value. So you kind of get a lot of bang for your buck, and you help support the calls, man. So uh, please keep me in mind. Don't forget, get out, get down to Martin's downtown today for lunch. Best blue plate in the city. We've had this conversation. Get down there, try it. I always recommend the country fried steak. It's not on the blue plate, but it can be a blue plate. And, yeah. uh, the, the steaks are great. The burgers are great. Everything. And uh, best bar in town. They got the new patio outside. Tons of big 70, 80-inch TVs. All the NFL action will be on the games live. We'll be on the games. We'll be on the TVs Live at Martin's through all throughout the playoffs. So get down there, enjoy it. And again, I, the the band that I've decided to promote to no end is the upcoming Rolling Stones 
tribute band, Satisfaction. They're going to be there the day after Valentine's. What a great uh, Valentine's gift day gift for your significant other. And then get down there and check out Satisfaction. Voted one of the best cover bands or tribute bands in the world by Rolling Stone magazine. That's going to be that's going to be really cool. That yeah. really is, man. Yeah. If, if th- those tribute bands it can be hit and miss. It can be cheesy or it can be really cool. And when you when you when you reach that upper threshold mm-hmm. of 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 being voted best in the world, you're obviously pretty good. Like the OG Kiss Army. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was great. From back in the day. Yeah. There's a bunch of Kiss tribute bands, but in my mind Kiss Army was the best one. And uh, you've got some others. There's a really good Metallica one. I think, I think didn't like Martin's Inc. didn't Martin's have them? They did. Yeah, not long. Martin's does a really good job of getting these really talented tribute bands over mm-hmm. there. They had the Doors last fall, and there's yeah. a there's this one I used to go see a bunch was the Led Zeppelin Zoso. Zoso, they're, they're really good too. Yeah, they're one of the more expensive ones to book as well, but they do well. Mm-hmm. There's another tribute band that's really cool called Black Jacket Symphony, and they're going to be playing out in Brandon um, this month, and they're they're doing Journey this time. But they're one of these super talented. Now they don't. They're not a tribute band in the traditional sense. Like they don't dress up like they're kind of like a cover band, but they pick one band. They they got their own big production and everything. They used to play Thalia Hall and and some others. They do big numbers, but they'll pick an artist and that's who they're they're doing a tribute to that show. And this one is going to be a Journey coming up there at Brandon City Hall. Free plug for that, I guess. It's over ZZ Top is coming to the amphitheater too. That's exciting. I missed them the last time, and it was at like their first show or second show without Dusty Hill, the bass player okay. who passed away. I just saw his house is for sale in Texas. Really cool house. Anyway, uh, good times. A lot, lot, lot of good live entertainment all throughout there. You guys that say we don't have nothing to do, um, I don't know what you expect. Yeah, if I don't go to Kansas City, I'll be uh, I'll be at Martin's watching it probably. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You know. So get down to Martin's, enjoy yeah. it. Tell them we sent you. All right. The Fannie Willis stuff. Where, where were we at? We're talking about her uh, possible like criminal culpability. Yes, I mean it's not going to be the, in my opinion, it's not going to be the easiest thing to prove. But here's the thing: what I what I would what I would think it possibly is is the feds have a statute called uh, honest services fraud. It's like eighteen USC thirteen forty six, something like that, and it's a scheme to defraud another of an intangible right to an honest government service through a um, you know through a scheme to do I think a fiduciary duty. Uh, by bribery or kickbacks, and so what I'm let me put that simply in layman's terms. So the uh, that's what they're going to get Chalkway for, <laughs> allegedly. I, that's what I would go with if if there was anything wrong. But um, he um, she um, she contracted with this Nathan Wade guy who isn't you know has no experience in doing any of this and is her romantic partner allegedly. Apparently, that's going to come out. Then he takes her on all these lavish trips. Now, you know, her argument would be, well, hell, this is my boyfriend. You know, we, that's what boyfriend and girlfriends do, go on trips. So, I mean, how do we know that he used the funds that he was paid with to do that? But then, of course, you know, I think you can also say, well, in consideration for getting this contract, he took her on trips. You know, so. I, I mean, would like it's going to be, I mean, it's not going to be the easiest thing to prove, but I mean, it, lo- it just, on its face, it looks bad. Well, I would like to see a record of uh, his billable hours outside of this, Outside of this this case, oh, you know, like how much how much is his normal rate? What is he charging other people? And then he gets this from the girl he's having an affair with. Was he making one hundred and fifty dollars an hour billable on everything he's ever done? And then magically, boom, he's getting two hundred and fifty dollars billable on this. I, I think that that would be an interesting. 
No, I see what you're saying. Like, what is, yeah, I mean, it seems to me that he does, yeah, right, what is his standard rate? Yes. Also, Clay, I think one thing you want to pay attention on this, too, is, you know, now now these bills are going to be going through with a fine-tooth comb, I assume, by the Fulton County commissioners and by the FBI. And was he overbilling, which I'm going to guess that probably happened. And what I mean by that, so when he's on one, let's put it this way. Let's say he's at the Bahamas or wherever he took Fanny. Was he billing time while he was in the Bahamas? I mean, was he saying, you know, I'm working while I'm doing this? Was he, did he, did he, did he overbill? Did he double bill? Did he, you know, did he bill 27 hours in a day, which I've seen people do that kind of stuff before? There's going to be a lot of billing discrepancies, I'm guessing. I, you know, I don't know that. On this, yeah. is just, this is just speculation. But, I mean, that's usually what happens when you, um, when you look into cases like this. I'm, I'm assuming that's, what, that's going to come forward, and that's going to put Mr. Wade in a, pro, in a situation. At the very least, I think these two are in an ethical professional, you know, code of professional responsibility problem with the bar. Uh, slow, so, slow down. Say that again. I'm sorry. I think they're in a um, – They've got a professional responsibility issue, an ethics problem. I think that they're going to have some questions to answer to the bar or George State Bar yeah. about the situation. That would be my best. That's most likely what's going to happen. The criminal stuff. It sounds like, oh yeah, she's going to go to jail. She probably isn't going to go to jail. I'm think, you know, I I see a possible criminal culpability. Proving that's one thing. You know, one thing else it can be harder to do. But um, I think definitely she's in a ethical. She's got an ethical problem for sure with yeah. the bar. It's going to be interesting to see how it plays out because Georgia being a – well, we live in a very similar state here with Jackson being blue, the re, the majority of the state being red. Mm-hmm. I, think, I can name a dozen blue cities. Anyway, you have a you have a Republican-led state in Georgia with this outlaw Democrat going – you know, doing all she can to anger the Republicans in the state. And now you're going to put it in their hands to review this, I assume – and to, to decide if there's state charges to be filed, uh, mis- this, I'm guessing their version of Shad White is going to be all over this. Well, I think the yeah the, the Georgia Attorney General's office is going to obviously look into it. I yeah. think they would. They're going to review whatever she did here. Um, and yeah, I mean, I think there's going to be there's going to be a lot of eyes on her now. I mean, that's what happens when you prosecute the for, a, a president. You're involved in any political prosecution, whether it be this, whether it be the OJ stuff. They're always going to attack the prosecutors. You know, there was a, actually a guy um, was a former DA, and he made a quote in the AJC that said that when you're doing a case that is so political, whatever it is, whether it's Donald Trump again, or if it's OJ, or if it's other elected politicians, you better be squeaky clean mm-hmm. because they're going to look into you too, what you're doing. And and Michael, you know, I was I think I told you this last night, or I just kept thinking about it, and I told Will this too on the phone. I said, "What was she thinking?" When she did that, like, you know, like, this is my romantic partner, allegedly, like, just what, what crossed her mind? This is, this is arguably like, one second, this is arguably the, not arguably, this is the biggest felony case of the 21st century. And you're going to risk it by making that kind of a mistake. You know what I mean? By doing something that you know, obviously to be, I mean, like if she, let's put it this way. Like if she had, if they were prosecuting somebody else and she contracted with Nathan Wade, well, no one ever find out about it. No one ever know, even though he's not experienced. He doesn't know that, you know, it, nobody would care. But I mean, you're going to you're going to prosecute, you know, the, the 21st century version of the Lindbergh case. And you, then you're going to do this with this guy. I just think that's crazy. Yeah. You know, so I, I told you this last night. I, and, and also, you, you know, you mentioned during the break. I think this is worth mentioning that what does this do to the office? You know, to the people that work in the office that mm. are uh, making eighty, ninety thousand dollars a year. Maybe said it at the end of the last segment, but I, I want to rehash it. He says, "If you weren't there and you saw this, you would quit." I would be pretty mad that 
you know, like like I said, the, the other two lawyers that she um, contracted with. Now, of course, because it ain't like uh, this is Johnny Cochran here. Yeah, that, I mean, it's not. You know, of course, my experience is working the Heinz DA's office, which I think now they've got twenty assistant DAs. Back when I was there, it was like twelve. Uh, the Fulton County's office, I'm sure, has like two hundred or three hundred, so they've got a pretty big office out there. I would, I'm assuming that's what it is. And but I, I would think that's going around that office saying, why did our boss contract with her romantic partner? on the case that's going to reflect on our office, the biggest of anything that ever is going to reflect on it, that would make that kind of a misstep. And she's paying this person triple, quadruple what we make. Yeah, I think there's going to be a lot of upset folks and a lot, a lot of office dissension in there. It would bother me. Trying to turn him into a legend, you mm-hmm. know, in those circles. Yeah. If, he, if, he, if he wins, you know, they, it, it, it's going to put him on another pedestal. Sure. It's going to make him a, a Ben Crump. I'm just thinking of popular black lawyers right mm-hmm. now, so I know different kind of stuff. But right. it's going to put him in another stratosphere. It absolutely would. Yeah. You know, I mean, I think we can agree on that, that it's going to be good for his career. I mean, that's why you do these things. Yeah. Uh, you and, know, that you want to – I mean, I'm not going to lie. Even, you know, when I was a prosecutor, like, when you get a big case, you're like, wow, this is a big case. This is going to, you know, propel my status as well. I mean, everybody's human yeah, nature. It is what it is. I mean, yeah. it's, it's no different than uh, interviewing mm-hmm. people and this, that, and the other. Yeah. So, so, so I get it. So there's multiple layers of benefit mm-hmm. for for him. And then if she, and I mean, he clearly, he, he got her whooped. <laughs> yeah. I mean, to make I mean, that I kind of misjudgment. I mean, let's just be honest. I mean, he's the one with the, with the leverage over her. When it comes to their affair, like she's obviously in love, and uh, he didn't. That anaconda didn't got the best of her. And he's married, by the way. Yeah. You know, he's married during this whole thing, and and she's been, and, and this has been going on for apparently several years because he was a municipal court judge at one point, and then she became one, and he was like her mentor, is what I read. And then he he actually headed up her transition team once she was elected to the district attorney's office. Wow. So I mean, he's been connected with her for a long time. He's like her. Tom Hagen, you know, if you get the Godfather reference, like yeah. her consigliere, like he's that kind of guy to her. So, you know, and then, like I said, I said this yesterday, at the end of the day, when you do that and you've then paid him $650,000, and I don't know what her salary is as DA. I don't, yeah. And George, let's round it up to a quarter million, maybe. maybe no, I don't think it, because I saw that the Georgia Supreme Court justices only make 186000 Yeah. And I mean, like here in Mississippi, I think the district attorney's paid like 135, 140, something like mm-hmm. that. So, I mean, imagine it's somewhere around there. Um, yes, like, would it be illegal for you know her to pay him and him buy her a car with the money that he makes and give it back as a gift? I mean, ethically, I know it's bad. Yeah. But, I mean, that's just ways around this, and then you sell the car. He didn't have to turn around and give her cash because mm-hmm. you know, tax-free. He gives her the car. She turns around sells it, keeps the cash. There's ways to do stuff like this. Sure. Like how it could benefit her, and those are just very low-hanging like the fruit trips. ways. Yeah, the, the trips. trips benefited her. I mean, that you know, and, of course, his argument would be, well, I mean, I earned money another way by being a lawyer in my private practice. But, mm-hmm. but heck, Clay, I mean, I'd have to – I haven't done the calculations on this, and I think he was billing out at 250 an hour. And so if that's – it's 654000 over the course of two years because it was January 2022. So I guess do the math, what that is, how many hours it is per year. I don't yeah. know what it is. I haven't done, had the time to do it, but I guess I will do it. 250 divided by 650000 Mm-hmm. Is that what I'm doing here? Yeah. 250 divided by 650, 1253, 1,355 billable hours. Okay. That's, many, a, lot. that's a lot. How many hours in a – how many hours in a – Let's just say if you did 40-hour work week. That's what I mean. I'm trying to think of how many – okay. Divided by 40. Or 40 divided yeah, I went to law three. school. Math is not my skill. <laughs> so. 40 divided by 1, 3, 5, 5. 
I don't know. We'll, we'll do this during yeah. the break. We'll be right back. This is the Clay Edwards Show. Coming back up next is Michelle Obama running for president. I got some interesting audio. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show here on WYAB. Guys, Watkins Construction and Roofing. Big storms came through the other day. You may have a leaky roof. I do. So give Watkins Construction and Roofing a call today. They're going to come by. They're going to do a complimentary roof inspection. That means they ain't going to charge you. They're going to work with your insurance company every step of the way, whether you need a shingle replaced or the entire roof. Watkins Construction and Roofing has got you taken care of. They're going to be in constant communication the entire process, and uh, you will not wonder anything. You will know it. They're going to be in touch with you you're not going to be like oh man i missed a call they're going to they're, they're going to stay on top of it that's watkinsconstructioninc.com uh get up with them today let them come out do your complimentary roof inspection and uh, make sure you didn't get any damage during the most recent storms all right sean i think we are kind of just putting a button on the end of of that fanny yeah and that that lawyer uh nathan wade yeah woodrow texted in and said it's 2,080 hours at 40 hours per week for the year. Okay. So to, to get to that kind of money. So that is um that is a lot of work, and I'd be willing to bet that uh, he was not billing that kind of money. Maybe he was. I mean, I don't know, but if he wasn't doing criminal defense. Yeah, I mean, I guess, you know, and, and I would also I mean, think. felony defense. Yeah, well, he was, um, he was well, he was never a felony prosecutor. Yeah, yeah. he was, a, he, he did like, a, he was a misdemeanor court prosecutor back in the 90s for like two years. That's yeah. what I read. Interesting. Okay. So we're going to see how that plays out. Um, I my, my prediction is, my prediction, what I want it to be, is that this all gets thrown out and it blows completely up in their face and there is no prosecution of Donald Trump in Georgia. Um, but knowing Brian Kemp's hatred for Donald Trump and Donald Trump's hatred for Brian Kemp, I'm sure they will find a way to make all this go away. I think she is, my prediction on this is she's going to, the, the court's going to make her recuse from the case. Yeah. I think she um, is going to face ethical problems with the bar. I don't know whether she's going to end up having to resign as DA. I think that's a possibility. And I think, um, you know, she's possible she might lose her law license. I don't think she's going to, I wouldn't guess she's going to be criminally prosecuted. This is just all guess, but she's going to face other serious consequences for it. What I think will happen then is that some, the court will probably, or the Supreme court of Georgia will probably appoint a special prosecutor to this, to the case. Yeah. That's what I'm guessing will happen. And it's like I told you last night, man, this lady was trying to, she watched what happened with Stacey Abrams. And she wanted some of that shine. She watched how they put her on magazine covers, how she became a national figure, how uh, they were trying to give her her flowers before she was dead, the whole nine yards. Man, this and, is... And she thought she could become untouchable. Well, I think, you know, you're right. And this is a this is a disease that infects a lot of, of, of politicians and prosecutors especially. And I'll give you an example of that. Remember Nifong with the Duke lacrosse case? Yes. With this back about 20 years ago? Didn't know the name, but I definitely yeah. remember the and whole he ended up getting. I mean... A lot of times you'll see nationwide prosecutors get stars in their eyes about higher office because somebody most people they become DA they want to become you know something else congressman senator governor whatever mm-hmm. and they attorney general attorney general yeah I mean well Michael Guest was DA now he's congressman there's an yeah. example I mean nothing wrong with that I'm just saying that's what you know happens and um, so they get stars in their eyes for these big cases 
And, you know, I think Fannie Willis, Alvin Bragg in New York is another example of that with the Stormy Daniels case. I mean, the only reason he did that is because he probably wants to be governor of New York one day. I mean, that's what that's generally or mayor of New York or something like that. I'm sure Fannie Willis wants to be governor of Georgia. And therefore they so and, and this is not just I'm saying Democrats, Republicans do this, too. Sure. Like a lot of a lot of prosecutors will take these kind of cases and, you know, they're big cases because that's going to make their political career. And so when you do that, though, you also run the risk of of messing up and ruining everything, which I think she's probably done here for her political career, I think, at this point. Interesting stuff. Yes, I think she just thought she was about to become the next civil rights icon and she was going to be untouchable. That This is a problem, too, Sean, with living in a living in an echo chamber bubble. Mm-hmm. Like everybody around her telling her how great she is and all this, that, and the other. And she, you know pretended that she got death threats from MAGA and all this stuff, and she wanted everybody to feel sorry for her, and she never thought that she would get in trouble. You would think she would have had a chief assistant or somebody else that would sit there and said, look, Fanny, let's let's go into office. You can't hire your boyfriend to prosecute the former president of the United States. Hey, got a question here from Bobcat on the yeah. text. Uh, this is going to be up your alley. It says, a wait is apparently under contract. Are billable hours applicable? If it's a contract, or is it the contract? yeah, yeah, he can bill, he can bill the right, he can bill towards the county. That's what I mean. I do that with the, some cases I get in Hines County. I bill hours, and you submit it to the county to approve it. So okay. yeah, you can do that. Uh, I interrupted you unintentionally. There were you about to finish a thought? Um, yeah, I would. What, what my my question was like, you know, she's got to have a chief assistant or somebody else in the office that she trusts. I mean, if you're DA, you get to hire who you want to hire, and um, somebody, you know, like it's kind of tax off your point about having all yes men working for you. Somebody needed to sit her down and say, look, Fanny, you know, this is the biggest case of the 21st century so far, and you can't hire your boyfriend. I mean, you have arrested the you – you, you mugshotted the president of the United States. Yeah, this is – we got to be clean as a whistle. Your boyfriend's going to have to stay out of this one. You know, keep the, keep the other two people she got that are outside, the private lawyers that have got all the RICO experience. Great. Nobody's ever going to say anything about that. But, you know, leave the boyfriend at home. <laughs> I mean, or just, you know, go out to dinner or whatever. Yep. So – all right, let, let's take a break real quick and, and come back because I just want to clear the palette. Uh, mm-hmm. We can either talk about one or two things. We'll flip a coin. Michelle Obama running for president or the sun and sand sign going back up. I just got a text from somebody uh, that's got a, got eyes on it as it gets ready to oh, go back sweet. up. Oh, sweet. I actually want to go drive by there. Me too. All right, well, it's supposed to be working by Thursday night. Is it? So okay. I, I'm going to go get a nighttime photo. Sweet, sweet. Well, I don't know. That's probably a lie. Jackson and downtown. Capital Police, man. <laughs> You're all right. I'll request an escort. <laughs> all right. We'll be right back yeah. on the Clay Edwards Show with Sean York Ron. I hope you enjoyed this clip of today's Clay Edwards show. You can tune in live every Monday through Friday, 7 to 9 a.m. on 103.9 FM, WYAB in Central Mississippi. You can stream it worldwide and live at WYAB.com, the TuneIn app, or Alexa. Just search WYAB. And, of course, you're listening now on a podcast, so you can just hit subscribe where you're at. We update daily right here on the Clay Edwards Show, and check out all things Clay Edwards at clayedwardsshow.com for shirts and more. Peace.